Lazy Parent Podcast with Anjana Dhanavandan. Hello and welcome to the Lazy Parent Podcast. I am Anjana and I hope you guys are managing through this lockdown and coronavirus phase um, as well as I am through meltdowns and tantrums and some good times and some not so good ones. I hope we all remain positive, not corona positive, but just positive and hopeful for the things that are going to happen in the coming few months and the way our lives are going to change. Um, talking about that, talking about how our life has changed in the past 2 or 3 months i must tell you that there has been an um, there has been a very beautiful um, interview that i recorded a couple of months back and and i really wanted it out in march but things happened corona virus happened and life just went topsy turvy so this interview plus my laziness plus all the work around me um, kind of you know took time and uh, here it is uh, this this interview i should tell you in like a short a summary of things is is what i would like to call thousand things in my mind and if you are a mom or if you are someone who's running the house like i am right now then you will know that there are literally a hundred gazillion tabs open in our head thinking about various things that need to be sorted on a daily basis and not just on a daily basis on like a short term and a long term basis so when it comes to so many things that need to be paid attention to i believe that productivity is very important and every time i think about productivity i think of one person who in the past one year has done just one small thing and changed my life completely what is that one small thing it was a simple online challenge started by shailaja and it triggered so many good things in my life that i have just heard to credit for all the good things that have happened yes of course i took effort and stuff but she started it all i am talking about shailaja v who is a consultant a coach and a wonderful human being who is so alive who is so inspirational and who is so friendly out there and uh, uh, always available if you ask me so shailaja um, was the person that i reached out to a couple of months back and i spoke to her uh, because i feel that she is someone who understands parenting and productivity uh, and how important each uh, goal is and how important each task is so um, this podcast will be split into two parts primarily because there is so much good content that i did not feel like editing anything so i am going to be uh, i am going to be splitting this podcast into two episodes because i want you to take down as much as you can take in as much as information as you can and uh, kind of make it happen in your life as well um, so by the way there are no magic tricks involved in this there are no smart hacks or like there are no like shortcuts or whatever but these are fundamentals that will help us all look at life more productively in future this has nothing to do with us being in lockdown but this is just got to do with us being better people so here comes part 1 of thousand things in my mind uh, i am talking to shailaja v who is a consultant a coach she also uh, talks a lot about how to handle your uh, digital media presence very well so i'm going to be talking to her about productivity without further time wastage let's get rolling
first of all thank you so much because uh, you are someone who inspired a very big change in my life last year that is one milestone moment in my life that i'll not forget because uh, that simple uh, 31 day habit challenge started out to give so much more in my life uh, in the past one year that uh, it's 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 a huge honor to have you on my show thank you so much for being here thank you very much anjana that's very sweet of you i'm glad that uh, whatever i've been sharing has been helping people motivating them and inspiring them although i must say that motivation and inspiration is literally a very small fraction of the work the real challenge is actually getting down to it and putting in the hard work and making sure you follow through so i would say that the credit actually lies 90% with you but uh, with your practical tips or with your suggestions and your uh, your blog posts uh, people find it so easy to um, adapt and uh, you know kind of work on it that i think that makes the biggest difference uh, amongst everything else that's available online that's really wonderful <laughs> to hear my primary aim both with the goal uh, both of the blog as well as my social media channels is to help people understand that change is not really difficult it's just a question of getting started right and uh, that everything can be simplified can be made to fit into your parameters your requirements and your what shall i say constraints correct correct so you know it's trying to work within our constraints and trying to optimize that to the best of our abilities which i feel is a huge component of our personal success tell me something how is it that you got interested in this digital space and and the management of digital space where did this begin because you know it's a it's a very niche platform that you're dealing with and um, the kind of uh, coaching that you give uh, where did where did it start to be very honest and i've always been doing this in terms of you know uh, researching social media marketing and digital marketing and blogging and seo and whatever okay and uh, i used to do it as a part of my work as an editor mm-hmm. and one of my team members pointed out that uh, i seem to grasp things very fast and more importantly that i was able to convey it in such a way that i could make a non technical person understand what this was all about I have and to say uh, that because SEO seems like you know too much of a jargon to common man but the way you put it anyone can apply it and you know instantly see change in their social media platforms that's definitely there that's also i think because i come from a non technical background myself i have a masters in english literature and i was a teacher wow so what i have realized is uh, when it comes from somebody who does have a non technical background i think i kind of face and understand the challenges that somebody from a non technical background would face it's a question of how would we work with our limited knowledge and kind of uh, make sure that our content does well in spite of not having a technical background so i think that's really the huge potential that the online space gives a lot of us today you know actually earning money from home or uh, making a living online a large number of uh, working women are working mothers i would say who would want to have that flexibility and mm-hmm. uh, this is an it is a wonderful opportunity for them to pursue on their own terms correct that's so i think that was one big, big motivation for me to get into this space and kind of explore the uh, scope and potential that it offered right and you said it yourself you know as mothers there there is a lot more to explore these days but when it comes to you um, we all know that you know social media is like a rabbit hole where lots of your time goes around just goes right. like it just runs out of your hand and uh, right. at the same time you have a house and a child and a husband to manage so uh, how did how did 
that work out for you how easily were you able to make that balance happen because that's where most of us suffer you know okay for so the the very first answer is there is no such thing as balance the so <laughs> concept of work life balance is a myth so you can either give your all to work or your all to life or you know it's it's, it's never going to be a perfect balance right. so that's the first thing that i would want everybody listening to understand it's that the, the concept of work life balance is a myth that has been perpetuated for so many decades now no. and so many of us fall into the trap of thinking that we have to be excellent at whatever we do right so the the way i uh, work out the my particular day schedule is very it's on a very simple concept called day block what i have realized works for me personally and this again will depend on each person's personality and each person's individual constraints of course mm-hmm. so what i realize is if i dedicate say a day to a specific uh, section of say social media marketing or a specific section of blogging uh-huh. it works out much better to my advantage so right. for my blog i have a specific schedule i have specific tasks that i would want to do on say monday Uh-huh. then i have a second set of tasks i would do on tuesday uh-huh. another set of tasks i do on wednesday and i typically take one day off the during the entire week which will have nothing to do with logging i don't even open my laptop i Correct. typically so try to even stay off uh, exactly our uh, technology is a, is a huge boon in uh-huh. terms of you know being able to reach out to clients uh, make money uh, get the word out about my blog or my programs or my courses so i would say that having that having that uh, boundary in place is extremely important right you know so especially for people working from home that's a bit challenging because it's always a question of do i do i make sure that i cook the meal right now or do i work on the blog right correct now? so what i have realized is if i have uh, if i decide that i want to say work on my uh, blog on wednesday that is i'm going to say publish a blog post on wednesday i'm just giving this as an example mm-hmm. so i would know that i would need about 3 hours of dedicated time to only work on that blog post So typically on the day that I am working on publishing a new blog post I don't go on social media right so right. I would not actually be online on social media in real time to be engaging and things like that then right. I actually have a separate day for social media engagement because what I have realized is it is not just a question of going and replying to comments and replying to dms and things like that mm-hmm. it's also a question of reaching out to people in your niche appreciating them for what they do learning from them Correct. building collaborations building the network because that's a very integral part of being a digital coach like a two way so, traffic that's that's, that's exactly. right so what i realize is day blocking really helps me and then on a, on a day to day basis when it comes to say managing the home or you know managing my workout and making sure i'm there for my daughter mm-hmm. it's that i have specific work hours usually my my husband leaves for work by 10 am in the morning okay. so between 10 and 1 is dedicated to my work i don't have any distractions at that time i typically don't even take phone calls unless it's a client call or it's an interview like this one okay. and i do not watch tv i i i'm not really a tv fan so maybe maybe that really <laughs> works to my head. wanted i do watch tv by the way but not on a very uh, for instance what i do is i typically follow one or two really good shows mm-hmm. and i prefer to watch them when they come out once a week because right. then i'm just dedicating that one hour to per week for tv or whatever it is so it it kind of understanding what takes priority in your life so for instance for me my workout is top priority you mm-hmm. know on every single morning for me i need to work out between 8 and 9:30 so i have to be in my workout clothes i have to either be doing my yoga or i'd be uh, in the gym or i'd be doing my strength training or weight training so there is no compromise there as far okay. as that particular thing is concerned right so it's a question of not being willing to compromise on your priorities which i feel is a very important aspect of 
time management as a concept true and see rightly said like i was telling you like younger mothers who have a lot of things happening parallelly um mm-hmm. we have a lot of things running in our head you know um or sometimes we're thinking about what to make for lunch and then we're thinking about the next event at school and something you want to get done at home some cleaning that's pending so there's just a lot of stuff happening and when this happens i found that being productive is questionable it gets questionable so i agree firstly what i would quickly want to understand is why is productivity important now that might just be like saying why is water important you know but <laughs> right. but, but being productive definitely has its benefits in in day to day life whether you are a ceo or you are just a mom at home um, so how how do you see productivity i think productivity is a life skill to be very honest just like cooking is a life skill or you know uh, basic things like uh, keeping your uh, clothing organized or you know things like that so it's just a life skill it's as simple as that mm-hmm. so for me productivity is important because it helps me make the best use of my day i'm not talking about ticking off a checklist right okay, it is a question of deciding that this particular task on this particular day takes top priority for me okay. and so especially moms with very young kids i want to tell them don't beat yourselves up because it's very challenging especially for moms with very little kids like babies and infants you you first of all don't get enough sleep i remember my first year as a mom i didn't sleep at all through the night because my daughter would not sleep through the night so there would have been no question of being productive at that uh, you know and that says so as the child grows older and when once you get a little more time for yourself it becomes easier for you to make time for yourself as well mm-hmm. i'm not saying that moms or young kids should not make time for themselves sometimes it becomes very practically hard to implement that's all i'm trying to right. say so productivity from what i can tell you is knowing what are your time wasters now this is different from you know having your day packed because you have a hundred different things to do mm-hmm. so there would be times of the day when you're just sitting and scrolling through instagram correct scrolling <laughs> instagram by itself is not bad by the way i do it too right it's a question of how often you do it so mm-hmm. if you realize that every uh every half an hour if you get a 5 or 10 minute break and you're sitting and scrolling through instagram you can just imagine the number of minutes that's going to add up to by the end of the day spent only on instagram right Because right the disadvantage with doing this is you're not actually doing anything productive by being on instagram so what i typically tell people when they're struggling to find this balance between doing the best that they can in a given day is to first identify their time wasters so okay. it's something as simple as making a log so every little thing i would want to break it down into what are called life admin goals okay. so life admin goals are basically things like you know making sure your house is running you know smoothly and your grocery shopping is done and your meal planning is done now those are different goals mm-hmm. so trying to do everything at once becomes practically impossible mm-hmm. so i would say set a simple goal for say like you know either a 15 day or 30 day period because it takes that much time for a habit to set as well okay so what i typically tell people is for instance my current uh, my current goal for the uh, this quarter is to work on both you know creating a proper food log for myself that is you know exactly what i'm putting into my system on a day to day basis right. and also meal planning so these two are basically what shall i say uh, they are symbiotic goals hmm. because one naturally you know helps Leads the other the other correct correct so if i know that i i will tend to be hungry at this time of the day post workout and if i can ensure that the meal for that particular time slot is ready and prepped mm-hmm. and i do do the grocery shopping for that on say the sunday or the saturday of that particular week mm-hmm. i'm i'm eliminating the problem of thinking correct 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 so the advantage of productivity as we call it 
and the advantage of planning as we call it is we are reducing the stress on our brain okay. because the brain should be used for creative thinking it should be used for you know getting out of the boxed mindset of uh, reminders so i don't have to think about it or remind myself manually that this is going to happen i don't have to remind myself that i have 11 am call with anjana correct i know correct. because i will get an alert 15 minutes before right you know i will get an alert from either the device that i have set up or it will be there on my diary or it will pop up on my laptop calendar correct saying that this is a meeting that's coming up so i am not having to add that to my existing a plethora of ideas in my head it gives me the scope to completely focus on the creative aspect of my business or the admin aspect of my business right now now having said that so see like you said there are a multiple uh, there are multiple options to help you remember things like um reminders are essential there are weekly reminders there are things that you need reminded for once in a month and things uh, i for one love writing things down uh, be yes. it in like a notebook or i have reusable uh, sheets that are stuck on my fridge where i write my meal menu or things that need to be bought so do you do you suggest any particular um uh, channel that or medium that kind of encourages people to begin uh, in terms of reminders so the thing that i would say is this again depends on the person and their their personal preferences okay. so some people like apps you know some people you know like to use apps and they find that the apps help them and things like that uh-huh. some people like me actually prefer to write things down because for me personally writing is a direct connection to my brain just the writing process itself helps me remember what i need to do you know so it it kind of disconnects me from the uh, tech situation okay. and puts me back into touch with exactly what i need to focus on on the day ahead or the week ahead or the month ahead right but then there are people who like visual cues so in his book atomic habits james clear talks about the very interesting thing called the paper clip strategy okay the paper clip strategy is a very very simple and very very effective strategy basically you have a glass jar or a bottle or something uh, basically a transparent bottle Correct. kept in a visible place on your work desk or your kitchen counter or your or your living room cabinet Mm-hmm. and then every and you just pick one habit okay just mm-hmm. pick one habit like let's say you know drink eight glasses of water today okay. okay and let us say that for every glass of water that you drink during the day mm-hmm. you just go and drop a paper clip into that jar and at the end of the day you count to see you know how many paper clips are there correct so okay okay that is a that is a visual reminder it's called a visual cue okay so some people need visual cue so this again depends on how our brains are wired so mm-hmm. some people prefer to use apps like i said some people prefer to write things down so i use a habit tracker as you may know okay. i use a i use a written habit tracker mm-hmm. i just i just use a tick box okay at the uh, end of the day to kind of let me know that i have met my my goal for that day or i have completed that habit for that particular day mm-hmm. and over time what happens is once a particular habit sets you don't need a visual cue this is something as simple just the easiest example i can give you is brushing your teeth so automatically the minute you get up you just wash your face and you brush your teeth correct why because we do it every single day if at all there is a um, a break in the routine i don't beat myself up but i okay. try not to let that happen two days in a row right because if it happens two days in a row that is It's setting the precedent correct. for a bad habit you are listening to the lazy parent podcast
and that was part one of my uh, talk with Shailaja. Like I was telling you, there is so much to kind of take in and kind of, um, you know, assimilate and uh, bring into your everyday life that I'm going to give you some time for that, just for that. So the part two of this podcast will be out soon as well. And you will hear about it on my Instagram page. So go ahead, listen to this again, share it with your friends. Tell me if you find it productive and tell me if you think the hints here will work for you as well. And I will be back with part two of this episode episode called thousand things in my mind until then take care stay safe stay home and stay together